Hello, and welcome to another episode of Xenochat. I am one of the hosts, Tyler, along with my co-host, Justin. How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to another episode. All right. And we have some returning guests and a new guest today. Uh, returning guests, we have Robin. Hey, sorry if you heard humming. It's my computer that I couldn't get to shut up. <laughs> and we have Nick. I'm here, too. That I am. Alright, and we have a brand new guest with us today, and that is Cilantro. Hello, folks. Welcome to Xenochat. <laughs> yes, Formally, welcome. I guess. Yeah, if you're not yeah. used by now. Still nervous. <laughs> <laughs> you got this. Yeah, today is a very special episode. Exactly. Um, <laughs> um, Justin, would you like to go into how special this episode is going to be? Yeah, so this is kind of a different episode than usual because we always talk about bringing friends into fandom, so that's kind of what happened here. Slaunch is a pretty good friend of mine in the real world, and I was talking to them and I I, I mentioned Zeno. Actually, Slaunch just Slaunch, do you want to talk about the story about um how you and me we were out? Oh uh, yeah, for your birthday and... last year. This episode's yes. probably been about nine months in the making. <laughs> Um. Oh my god, this episode's literally a baby. Oh my god! Have another name for this episode, guys. <laughs> we could call this "How to Convey Your Fandom." That's a good point. All right, sure, go for it. Um, yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, um, for Justin's uh, previous birthday, the two of us went out after work to um this bakery around the corner from us. Um, got snacks. It was beautiful little chocolate cakes you got the cutest one they were so cute <laughs> and they were I adorable like 650 or so such a cute little cake <laughs> they're so good oh my gosh you guys come yeah. up to, you cute guys come tasty. to manhattan please go to k-town and go to there? the bakery you have to go to there yeah, k-town is like our playground it's that wonderful. place is great uh, which bakery in k-town <laughs> Okay. I mean, Paris baguette is nothing to sneeze at either, but like, yeah, they're they're, they're good legit. too. Yeah, I, I know. I know my Nuna really loves K Town and every shop there, and any excuse to go there. But go on. Anyways, yeah. So I don't quite remember what exactly prompted this, but uh, Justin was talking about Zeno something, and then I said to myself, "Wait a second. Why do I know this name?" And I pulled out my phone, and um, in the uh, Yuki Kajiura section, of course, is um, the OST for Xenosaga episode three. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. And, and yeah, like, someone just sold me their phone, and I see a picture of Kozos, I'm like, they're the one. <laughs> <laughs> I am the guinea pig. The, light bulb went off my the head. chosen like, guinea pig. The light bulb went off my head, I'm like... <laughs> one of us. Yeah, I'm like, I gotta try something here. <laughs> and so... You know, we were, we were talking about it, and Sancho told me that, yeah, you know, I've never really played the games. You were kind of open to it. You're like, yeah, you know, it'd be cool if I could try it, but I don't really have any of the systems. And then I said to myself, Sancho doesn't really have the systems, but there's an anime, and I can get Sancho to watch yeah, that anime. I'm the anime and person. I came here through Yuki Kajira, which I came here through um, Tsubasa Chronicle, Kado no Kyokai, Dot Hack, you know, the whole nine yards there. <laughs> And oh my gosh, there's an anime now. I'm committed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, there's so I was like, there's a manga. Because okay, since when? Yes, is it canon or is it more that Dojin stuff? Uh, it's canon. It's not like the Dojin you've seen. <laughs> it's all of the Dojins <laughs> put together. It looks like a manga is oh actually really good. It's not like the Dojin. Oh gosh, that means I'm going to have to go read this too, or die, and that's going to be a separate episode. <laughs> <laughs> probably, you guys were probably just like, well, this cake is so cute, it reminds me of a Nopon or Choo Choo. They, they better make Nopon cakes at some point. Zeno thingy. I'm surprised they don't, to be Actually, honest. I probably could make a Nopon cake, but it would be a lot of fondant and therefore taste disgusting. Save that for a future episode, sir. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, but yeah, so I, I thought to myself, okay, so there's a Xenosaga anime, and a lot of people in the fandom have varying opinions about that anime, but that's often because they played the game first. So I, so I thought to myself, what if I showed the anime to somebody who didn't have much context for Xenosaga? And that's where I was talking to, to, to Tyler about that. I was like, yeah, you know. I have an idea for an episode where we show somebody who hasn't seen Zeno anything and we show them the anime and see what they think about it. Okay. And Soulja had, had expressed interest in it, but like I said, they didn't have, they didn't have the consoles, but they were interested in the anime. And we started another group, Solancho, Nick, and David and I, where we were watching Legend of Galactic Heroes. And then eventually we just, kind of brought Solancho into the main Xenochat group, and yeah, I think so far Solancho's had a pretty good time, even though they've had to pick up all sorts of stuff over the last few months. Man, it's just like all of, all of us making references to games and characters that they had no clue what we're talking about. But uh, yeah, I think Solancho's gotten a pretty good taste of what the series and what the whole Xenoverse has to offer. Am I right? I hope so. <laughs> I feel like I'm just scratching the surface here, but like I've been here for like six months already, and then watched um, almost the entire playthrough of Definitive Edition. Thank you, Justin, and a good piece of uh, Xenoblade X last weekend. Thank you, Bot. I wouldn't call that a good piece, but if you did see the beginning, yeah, well, it's like the first what half hour, hour of it. It's a good chunk. Uh, it was a- yeah, it's like the first 15 minutes, I just extended it because I insist on getting to, like, stupid levels before starting. Also, Harlan's out from under the bed. Yay, Harlan. For cat. Oh, that's a victory. And we don't yeah. have to include that in the episode, I'm just really happy. And, and like, based on your like of different sci-fi things, like Legend of the Galactic Himbo, <laughs> uh, you know, Avalon 5, <laughs> Star Trek, uh, I think that you'll like Xenosaga. Yeah. Also, I... Do have to say on the record, I did watch the ending of Xenosaga because everybody had been watching Nick stream this every Thursday for the past two years now, and I had to just join in on the very last episode. So I've seen the ending with zero context. Uh, the context was Nick, you're not healing enough. Nick, you should be a higher no. level. Nick, why aren't you doing this? Nick, why Nick, why aren't you boosting? <laughs> Nick, why are you not listening to these ten backseat drivers? Uh. Thank you, Twitch chat, for not being voiced. (laughs) I kept being like, guys, if he needs help, he'll ask. If he needs help, he'll ask. If he needs help, he'll ask. Everybody calm the heck down. (laughs) Yo, I beat it first try. It was okay. Yeah. It would have been great if I had had... You know, like, if Twitch had, like, this thing where you had a text-to-speech thing, and it just read off everything, and it got in the stream, that would have been probably pretty funny. (laughs) 
It would have just been a law. The screen would have been like, why aren't you doing this? He needs to be this level. He's too low level. He should have gone back and done this thing. And then he would have had this. And then... Whoa, 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 wait. I didn't talk to her about this too low level thing. Was it? Oh, it... Did they say that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you're too low a level. And why don't you have, like, the right air to Kaiser? And it's just like, like guys, that, wait till he asks for help. And then help. <laughs> also, I don't know. But the the time that I had gone to try out air to Kaiser Sigma before that... He was like, he felt like he was harder to beat than the last boss, so I don't know. If, if I remember right, he is supposed to be like a super boss, but yeah. that's... Who needs a Kaiser? Yeah, so uh, now you know when you get up to Xenosaga, <laughs> everybody's playing it wrong. Yeah. I'm not gonna yep. let you guys backseat drive. Just gotta like, you gotta up them stats and then you gotta send Cosmos in to do that fire kick shit. That's the... That's the Oh, that's such a good it's move. So good. Look, dude, I I think I dealt almost ten thousand damage on the. I, wait, should I? I shouldn't even say that. This is about cilantro, you know, <laughs> doing it, like saying what cilantro think about the series, not me saying, oh, is that, well, actually, cilantro saw this part, so I can say, uh, yeah, like. Well, how about like we get seven, to that part in my notes? <laughs> oh yeah, that's let's great. wait till we get up to the yeah, 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 yeah. part. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, basically this episode is just going to gauge Cilantro's knowledge of uh, the series and before we uh, subject them to the anime. How much do you learn about Xeno just through being in this Discord? A lot and, and not enough at the same time. I feel like you probably <laughs> learn very specific information about very specific things, but nothing that gives you any idea as to what the thing is about. Pretty much. <laughs> it, it's like learning what Voltron is just by knowing who, like, Lance is. Okay, we're not like, gonna talk about Voltron, but that is a very different story. Let, yeah, <laughs> it is a very different that story. Is. story. It was just the first fandom I came that came to mind, which is <laughs> weird because I'm staring right at a Transformer scroll. And the irony is that Voltron is, like, one of the big things that Solange and I used to bond yeah, over a lot. Yeah, we'd go to the uh, curry restaurant uh, on 32nd Street at the end of every season and be ranting in there for a good hour. <laughs> <laughs> I love when shows can bring you to, you know, complain about them constantly. Pretty much. <laughs> and now there is a giant Voltron sitting behind me made out of Legos. Yes. Hey, that's pretty cool. <laughs> nice. It is very cool. Yeah. Alright, so, uh, do we want to get started with, um, what are your overall impressions of the series, Cilantro? Alright, let me pull that one out. Um, um... I just want to hear your feelings this time, though. Okay. Um, mechanically, it seems like the, the first couple of games were pretty much, like, turn-based RPGs, and then it evolved into more of an action RPG with a three-dimensional camera, because that's what all the technology was moving toward, and so that's kind of what... I guess the audience was expected to facilitate because he can't really find too many turn-based RPGs anymore. Um, still, uh, probably all of them have more story than they had time or budget for, except for what you guys have complained about Xenoblade X, which is they didn't quite do it in a way where you saw the story at all. Um, I mean, you see a little... But you know, yeah. Keep yeah no, on. I feel that's Go a on. fair assessment from a person who did not play it. No, like, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Definitive Edition is gorgeous. 
oh my gosh, that game is so pretty. I don't have words to express how pretty it is, but everybody listening to this knows exactly what I'm talking about, so I don't have to. It is a game where a lot of my screen caps are just like, look at this scenery, yo. They're just a lot of tourist photos in my screen caps. I might take a few of of those. It's like one of those anime that's not just about the character design, it's about like the background design too, because this... Yeah, the environments are just yeah. breathtaking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, when you heard that the team at Monolith was helping with Breath of the Wild, you were like, oh, well, yeah, no shit they are. They better be. <laughs> <laughs> All the Zelda games are also really, really pretty for no good reason. But I'm pretty sure that's because they're all worked on by the same developers. <laughs> um. Anyways, moving on here... Um... The, the yeah, overall, overall impression of the franchise is it's actually pretty discontinuous, or maybe even internally inconsistent beyond the physical mechanics of the gameplay. Like, um, mm-hmm. like when we were going over some of the characters the other night, um, apparently the fandom wiki for Gears and Saga is one wiki and Blade is a completely separate wiki. What's up with that? I think that's uh, the result of a few crazy things in the fandom that I haven't really been a part of. I feel like that's especially weird whenever the first two games are actually... Like, when the first two games are... Or not the first two games, but the 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 first two different series are different developers, too. Or different publishers and everything all together. Yeah. yeah, as I was explaining it, I'm like, this is weird because it would make sense if Gears, Saga, and Blade were all different, but that Gears and Saga share a wiki is, like, the weirdity if they're not going to share a wiki with Blade. And then right. didn't somebody say that there was Saga content as DLC for um, uh, Blade X? Uh, no, what I told you was that there were a few guest references in Blade 2. Ah, uh. Yeah, Cosmos makes an appearance. Yeah. Yes, Cosmos and, and Telos. Telos. Well, Cosmos isn't Cosmos isn't DLC, but Telos is. Ah, okay. Hmm. They they like to throw in a lot of cheeky references in Xenoblade, yeah. especially. Um, well, actually, I say that, but th- then there's like almost two characters ripped to Xenosaga, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but that's fine. All right. Fine. So, any like. Uh, Overall themes or anything? Well, I've not done yet. Um, we uh, we also oh, so, have so um, pretty consistent with the Android girls, and um, unfortunate, um, very horny uh, character designers. Um, there's boob windows in pretty much every game, and a lot of booty shorts. And honestly, I I was going to save this for later, but Sharla and Pyra need pants. Yeah, even Ziggy has pants. Charlotte especially needs pants because she almost like pants teases you. She yeah. she gives you like, like she either wears uh, booty shorts or she wears assless chaps. Yeah, and that was almost okay in the original version where the graphics were just bad enough that you didn't quite realize that oh wait that's her ass hanging out. But now that the game graphics are better, you're like wait a minute. Sharla. Oh, it's not I a wanted butt. you to That's wear pants. pants. Oh, no, wait, never mind. 
It's <laughs> just freeze your ass off on Valak exactly. Mountain. It's just distressing how often you can use that Solomon Grundy want pants too meme. <laughs> That's great. And, That's a great pull. <laughs> and uh, finally, uh, what I my impression of this podcast is that. As discontinuous as this entire series is, you guys are all there trying to find some threads of continuity and tie them together. We're not to that episode yet. What are you doing? <laughs> We're not on that episode, well, jeez. <laughs> but uh, I feel that it's not so much trying to find continuity so much as it is like finding things where you can tell that this was written by the same writers. Yeah, it's looking for like all those little nods and Easter eggs because like these games are filled with them. Like, you can find parallels to Gears in Xenoblade 2, even. So it's it's just like, as people who are fans of uh, Takahashi's work, it is just kind of nice to be like, oh yeah, I see what he was doing with this, or, oh yeah, I get that reference. I I once... Mm -hmm. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say it was more intelligent. He tends to like to write something different every time, but he, he gravitates towards the same themes. For sure, and I think a lot mm-hmm. of what us as a fandom tend to like attach to, at least some of us, is the themes that he likes to write about. So there's a lot of that. Yeah, I think like what brings us together is like the overall story being told, and it's like, wow, look, he told this overall story, but now this difference happened, and isn't that cool? Or, like, isn't it interesting how he took this story and still came to that conclusion? It's basically being fans of an author, except the author is an author of video games and not books. Makes sense. We're just a book club. Yeah, we're just a book club, but we're, like, not respected (laughs) as a book club. It's because we don't meet every Thursday at somebody's house where they have baked, like, granola. Um, well, we're... Baked so hard, <laughs> That's probably because that's... we're in quarantine right uh, now. <laughs> yeah. We weren't always in quarantine. There was a time, a time before quarantine, so are you when saying... we would make baked goods. <laughs> are you that we're just going to bake goods for the meetup, the next meetup. Big granola. If you want me to make a Zohar cake, I can do that, no problems. That'd be great. But it sounds yeah, like you probably, I'll, I'll probably want me to make a Nabon cake, but it will be half fondant. I'm pretty sure there's a way we can do that with buttercream coloring too. so that you don't have to use all that much fondant. Honestly, mm, Katsukan, I just made um, caramel chip chocolate, dark chocolate cookies and called them black tar because they looked like that. <laughs> Whereas I made green tea cookies and called them green tea cookies because I wasn't as clever. I was going to say because you weren't a hack, but... Oh, no, I thought it was really clever that you called them black tar. And I was like, <laughs> man, I just got green tea cookies. And... Like, these look really bad, but trust me, they're okay. They're passable as food. <laughs> Only okay. They were good. They were good. I was just making a joke. I wasn't begging for pity, okay? <laughs> How dare cool. you? <laughs> it's totally cool, How though. dare you self-depreciate? There will be none of that well, here. Well, next time, maybe I'll be there and I can connoisseur all of the baked goods. That'd be great. I, 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 brought, I brought matcha so I could make the, the cup, green tea cupcakes that I couldn't make. You'll get those. Mm. <laughs> anyway, enough about back, back, backed goods. <laughs> baked goods. <laughs> Kickstarted goods. Fuck. We'll talk about some of those later. Uh, let's move on to Xenogears specifically. 
So, what do you know about the story of Xenogears? There's giant robots. Excellent. Anything else? <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, giant robots is actually right here in all caps, so um, let's read all the notes that are before that. <laughs> uh, Tell me, what does Taki- Takahashi think is cool in Xenogears? Giant robots. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's one. That's one finger. <laughs> Next finger. Um. Well, there's um clearly a, a strong Chinese motif on this particular game because the um the protagonist guy whose name I'm constantly forgetting, even though you've said it a million times, looks like somebody out of a kung fu anime. I got this. His name is Le- Lei Wong Song. Yes. If I say Wang Fei Fong, will you figure out why that's not his name? If I said it's that figurine that um, Justin posted on Twitter on the teeny handheld um, uh, DDR pad, <laughs> it's that guy. <laughs> I do. Yeah, it, it's Fei Fong Wong. Yeah, it's it Fei. Like he played DDR quite well. Just since this is a audio podcast, and I know pictures help, but we cannot do that. Unfortunately, audio podcast. Well, we can put that uh, picture in the YouTube we can, version. But for the people who just yes. listen to Spotify, <coughs> me <coughs> show notes. Um, well, too bad for those folks. You know that's me too. So <laughs> it happens. <laughs> High five! Yeah. Wait, hold on. I got this. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for high fiving. <laughs> wow, we're right here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually. Uh, Bot stand. Yes. So we can do that. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That checks. All right. Um, there... Anything more with Cinogears? Uh, yes, a couple Sorry. other things here. Um, uh, Sutan Uzuki is a bastard, an inventor, mm-hmm. a loving father, but a jackass. I don't know why he's a bastard, but everybody hates him. Or maybe it's just <laughs> okay. you guys. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I love that he's considered a loving father. <laughs> Um, yeah, how did you get that one? <laughs> in friends, attempting to fill in details where I had none. Maybe we scratched that, but I think he's a parent. Okay, well, I'll, I'll take that and, one. Uh, probably uh, an that antagonist, but there's a big question mark next to that. Okay. 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 Alright, so you know Faye, you know Satan. Are there uh, any other, like, do you know any other of the main cast, or uh, even just characters that you know are in this game, but you don't really know their significance um the pink guinea pig thing choo-choo oh, choo-choo <laughs> yeah we called it the protopon we need one evening <laughs> yeah yeah that, that's that's a pretty good yeah, the uh, predecessor to our favorite uh, fuzzy lemons Winnie yeah choo-choo. she was more a um honestly there are things about choo-choo i like but yeah. Okay. All she's no nay nay. Uh, all I Would know is like that it's a pink, fuzzy r- rodent-looking thing. I have no idea what plot significance Choo Choo has. Are there any other characters? <sighs> what? I I am trying to prompt you because yeah. I know you know Nick's two favorites. Who are Nick's two favorite characters? <laughs> um, that blonde guy with the eye patch. Yes. Yes. Yep, that's that's one. And um, okay. <laughs> do do we get to um, poke fun at your original art for your profile picture here? 
Yes. Yes, absolutely. I made it. I absolutely. put it out to the world. Yes. Go for it. Poke <laughs> all the fun. Your your I'm favorite ready. character is Groff, and you really need to make that bathhouse um, sim. Yes. Yes. Make that sim, please. <laughs> please, please describe this Groff bathhouse. 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 Uh, <laughs> the Groff bathhouse. at the bath. <laughs> Okay, Groff at the Both is actually a really good name for it, though. That, yeah, you that you make a good point. That's a good idea. Alright, but describe it. Uh, I'll say Nick, describe it. Oh, you want me to describe it? Okay, I'm so... I'm confused. The idea, because is, I Is it like shower with your dad? Because that that's horrifying if it make is. Groff pursue the shower instead of the power. And I made a gif where I edited Groff... Onto Terry Crews from the Old Spice commercials, punching out the other guy from the Old Spice commercial. So the idea was, I was talking to our friend David Trombone Sign one night about RPG Maker because David was messing with that, and I said, "You know what? I should make a uh, game about Groff actually pursuing a a trip to the showers because of the Old Spice commercial." That I based it on. Did that, did that get on here? Did, did the description? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, probably know it's in your recording. It's just not in our headphones. It is. And I, it's, it was weird. I was kind of cutting out there. I can edit but, it. That's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I didn't have a lot more than that. Other than maybe Groff would seek out the Divine Soap. But, yeah, we'll try and make that. I thought it was a bath towel, but okay. Well, you know, maybe a divine. Well, bath he's got towel. a. Maybe he has a divine bath towel too. He's got to wear a bath towel. You well, it has to be. Actually, no, it has to be soap because um, my fist is the divine breath, the blossom of fallen seed. So it has to be a blossom scented soap. Any other gears characters where you kind of know them but don't know where they fit in? Um, at that particular point, I'm kind of grasping at straws here. I do have a couple other notes about the game in general, though. Oh, yeah, go right ahead. Um, this okay. was one of the only games where they translated everybody's names, and the rest of them are left as is until you get to Blade 2. I think this was the one? Uh, they did have some translation weirdness where they just... It's not so much they changed the translation as they just did a bad job. Uh. So, uh, whereas Blade 2, uh, spoilers, I guess, for the end of the, for later in this very podcast, Homura-chan was changed to Pyra, this wouldn't be so much that, so much as, like, they would have been, like, in Japanese it would have been, you know, uh. Pita, and they would have named her, I don't know, Pita, where it would have made more sense to translate it to Pyra. I, I think it's, I think it's okay to justify to you right now that the reason for a lot of the flaws in the Gears script is that it had, like, one localizer working a very stressful amount of dialogue under a short amount of time. But, yes, that is accurate. Yeah, it's not so much changed as weirdly, weird decisions were made because they were not uh, supervised. This is also during a time where the whole dealing with all the religious content. There was a lot of taboo stuff in there at the time. Uh, censorship. Wonderful. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Oh, it was very common. Yeah, isn't it still pretty mid to late nineties? Like they've calmed down a notch, but it's it still there. is. In really depends on the public. It, yeah, it's in some. Yeah, exactly. In some ways, it's a humongous improvement, but in other ways, yeah, we do still have some of the same issues. Anything else for Gears? Okay, I have three more bullet points here. Um, okay, go right one ahead. Is the Gazelle Board of Whack Jobs. Uh, Nick, please explain again. <laughs> oh, the, the <laughs> Gazelle Ministry. Yeah, the Gazelle Whack Jobs. So, um, they're a bunch of... Don't do not do a good job explaining it, though. Please, please don't. Yeah. I will do, Vegas terms possible. I will do my best, so... That is a collection of datas from Star Trek saying shit like, <laughs> well, I want to live forever, and this is my plan to live forever. Is that bad enough? I think you could That's also perfect. mention that they're CRTVs. Yeah, they're also, CRT yeah, they, they work on CRTVs that are, like, duct taped to a sphere made out of sheet metal. What? And I assume that the core of it is, like, some kind of ball of anti-grav energy because somehow it just fucking floats there. What the hell? Now, uh, Solantra, quickly clo- cover your ears, please. <laughs> I have a question. Are you covering your ears? Um, okay, great. Um, uh, isn't it like the, the Soul 300 or something? Or 3000? 3000. Because uh, the thing that always got me is Soul to me is always an acronym for Satellite of Love, uh, a la... <laughs> Uh, Mystery Science Theater <laughs> 3000, and that always fucking gets me. Yeah, it's um actually probably not at all named after Soul Bad Guy from Guilty Gear. Okay, so it could <laughs> be the it... Satellite of Life. Yeah, I think you're so right. So the Gazelle Minage- Min- like it's Ministry. Yeah. It's um, I'm ministry, not sober while we were doing this recording. Reference. My favorite metal band is Gazelle Ministry. <laughs> Can we talk about how the Gazel Ministry is apparently conducting experiments that involve sending cheesy movies to somebody? Probably. They're probably <laughs> okay. actually Netflix or something. <laughs> okay. right. Excellent. Okay, Solantra, you can uncover channel. your ears. Thank all you. Right, um, are you sure all of those cheesy sci-fi movies aren't exactly what's being watched by um, What's-His-Face from Secret of Evermore? I love that idea that, like, the kid from Secret of Evermore, it, like, was subject to Mystery Science Thousand. Mystery Science, Science Thousand. Theater. Mystery Science 3000. And just kind of was like, wow, these movies are great. I would love the idea of the sci fi network being headed by the Gazelle Ministry. <laughs> anyway. So, is that should we make years? Sharknado 8? Or. Yes, let's have Sharknado 8. Um. Last two bullet points are um, uh, there. There was that one walkthrough that David can't keep a straight face about. He was telling me about in like one of our very first conversations. I cannot find the link to it anywhere, even though I know he gave it to me. You guys know what I'm talking about. It's probably yeah. on your site somewhere. It's a rope of robots. But um, I will also bring up again that the LP by the Dark Ed is totally worth your time and also is not only a half decent game guide as far as like if you want like a guide that doesn't tell you absolutely everything good but also has basically all the dialogue with some little commentaries thrown in yeah that was a tie into my next point which was um they ran out of time slash budget on disc two and basically everything is just like okay let's put all the plot in novel form go <laughs> 
Yeah, it was like... Technically, it's in screenplay form. Yeah. Oh, that just makes it stage worse, play. because stage play format eats up so much space. Well, Square Enix was like, games should not take more than two years to make. You guys better finish this shit up. It wasn't Squenix then. Yeah. It was just Square. Oh yeah, you're square right, soft. my bad. That's okay. It's who we know now as Square Enix. <laughs> well, anyways. He who shall be called Squeenix. Well, that's all exactly. I got for Squeenix. Right. Anyways. <laughs> that's fine. Okay, all right. so we can move ahead to Squeenix. Saga. What do you know? What do you know about Saga? Okay, let's start with it's probably Jin's favorite game, because we all know that he has a Zeno Shrine that is mostly devoted to Cosmos. Uh, to be fair uh, to, to Tyler, um... If you have a Xeno Shrine, it's going to end up mostly being devoted to Cosmos. Listen, Tyler's yep, just a devout Christian, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Cosmos yes. is clearly the mascot character of this entire series, and this series is kind of really freaking Christian. It's kind of like disturbing levels of how Christian it is to me, so it's kind of like, do I really want to play this game? I mean, I think you'll be surprised at the Jewish influence as well. Yeah, there is a lot of Kabbalah infer- in- influence. Mm-hmm. Doesn't but make go me on. any happier. Like it's just kind of um. Okay, let's throw all this Abrahamic religious text into this video game. Go, and I'm like, why? It's kind of making me a little bit nervous about the anime. The anime actually doesn't touch on it too hard, really? so you don't have to be too scared. I guess for me, it's always been a thing where um, I've seen a lot of other religions being be treated as like. Wow, this is great source material for me to build my own personal mythos out of. And Xenogears was one of the first things where it was like, no, I'm going to take Christianity and use that as the building blocks for a mythos. So that was really exciting to me. Um, But obviously, yeah, it still does rely on some knowledge of Abrahamic religion. I got most of my Abrahamic uh, religious education from my peers and from The Simpsons. <laughs> I got most of mine through Xeno Gears. <laughs> and my, mine from Xeno Saga. I grew up Catholic. Hey. Ew. Yep, and I used to live in a very, very Christian country, so. <laughs> you mean not this one? Not this one. There's Even places that so. are worse than here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Italy. I'm sure there are. But anyway. Basically, but anywhere like Western bad, Europe. Bad-mouthing countries. <laughs> Justin was a member of the Ottoman Empire. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Justin was in the Spanish Inquisition. Oh, gosh. Yeah, right. <laughs> but tell me about the story of Xenosaga uh, to the extent that you can. It was sold to me as, and I quote, lesbian space opera, end quote. Who could have possibly told you that? I don't know. Uh, it was me. <laughs> Maybe it was you. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any characters? Oh, y- or any other notes before I get to characters? Um, yet more giant robots, but this time you can ride in them. <laughs> And you can build them, and you can buy them, but they're worth an obscene amount of money. Um, um, then most of the rest of this is pretty much just character notes. 
Okay. So, uh, tell me about the characters. Any any main ca- which characters are important to the story? Who are the main characters? Well, let's start with Cosmos, who's um, the mascot character, the uh, most beloved character, the um, the shrine maiden of all of your Zeno shrines, and um, probably <laughs> has a Pinocchio-like character arc because she's an android. Okay. You guys solid have all face. said yeah, something similar yeah. to that, so that's kind of how to piece together. All right. I think yeah. other uh, you guys said in front of you something to the degree of, I don't really understand on like a character level why people like Cosmos, but I understand on a she's a badass level, and then by the end of the games I was like, yeah, I get it. But other than that... She's a robot girl with guns. You gotta respect that. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's, what, seven playable characters I think it was? And can you list them? That was what was driving me nuts during my prep time. I was I got I got a few of them, but I'm not sure if I got everybody. I think I switched right, through. Well, that's fine. Okay, Just talk about who you Cosmos. know. It, it's fine if you don't get everybody. We got yeah. Shion, who desperately needs a therapist. Um, mm-hmm. We got Ziggy, who everybody everybody in the server is um, got a thing for. I don't understand it, but. You will too. You just had to bring that up here, didn't you? you well, yes, we do have to talk about Ziggy. And you, because if you're you not ready for Ziggy, you're probably wrong. Okay, listeners, yeah. if you're horny for Ziggy, please like this. <laughs> um, we got. And if you're not horny for Ziggy, please stop listening to. No, to no, no, come back. Oh, no, you gotta no, no, turn no, them no, around. Kidding. You gotta Un- sell them on Ziggy. Come back. Block me. <laughs> Come back, come back, we'll refer you to Yeah, sell me on Ziggy. Um which I haven't been yet. Um there's um Did you not see his bathing suit? We will get to the Ziggy Mankini at some point. Let me finish. Um we have Junior who I know that uh HK cosplayed as um during the last convention. That cosplay looked amazing. I don't know anything about him. Um there is Momo, who is also a little android girl and does not get quite as much poster time as Cosmos for being the android girl. Um, and we have Jin, who looks like he's a prob- he's probably supposed to be a callback from Zeno Gears, but honestly, he just looks like he's from the wrong anime. <laughs> Would you Fair. explain why? He... Oh, shit, sorry. Uh, the, the setting of... Um, Saga looks very much industrial, kind of almost sanitized in in a way, and everybody's looking in, like they're wearing some sort of either modernish or maybe some sort of a cyberpunk kind of aesthetic there. But he's wearing a Chinese getup. I'm like, how does this fit? It doesn't. Yeah, Jin's like walking up, like one of us walking up to a man in caveman garb. To be fair, they do address that within the story. They do, but cilantro does not. Yeah, no, I'm well, just saying. They I'm say that he's like a librarian, exactly. also a weeb. Yes, well, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Mostly the librarian, yes. but you'll, you'll find out more about that when you when you get into it. Yeah, yeah. This is all just about yeah, first impressions. Um, Alan, I know that he's a major character at some point because he does happen to be Shion's extraneous love interest who isn't Cosmos, but um, honestly, he does not deserve 
to be the rebound relationship, Shion needs some time as a single lady. I... Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Alan is unfortunately kind of a simp. I like Alan. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. <laughs> um, let's see what else we got here. Um, there's somebody named Telos, who is basically the same thing as Cosmos, but mm-hmm. evil. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yep. Yep. We have Chaos, who is basically God. There's Cosmos, who is supposed to be... I guess I want to say the Holy Spirit, but she's cast as Mary Magdalene. Okay, sure, whatever. I know enough Christianity to make that assumption. And they, um, there's a little kid who's in some, some, like, pocket dimension in the lab somewhere, and I'm pretty sure he's actually supposed to be the, uh, the son and the father's son, Holy Spirit Trinity there. I can see why you would think that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. No, no, that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah that works. works. That works. Yeah. 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 So we have actual Jesus's canon somehow. I don't understand it. I'm not sure I'm going. Yeah, that tracks. Um. Uh. Because I saw the ending out of context, I thought that Wilhelm was kind of anticlimactic, and um, Kevin should just like leave the game, please and thanks. <laughs> Any reason why Wilhelm was anticlimactic? He just... He seemed like a bag of air, honestly. He spouted a lot okay. of technobabble at the end of the game, to be he, fair. He does. That yeah, that I would agree. Uh, I was thinking yeah. more about that cutscene with him and baby Kevin, where it was like, this seems like a corporate millionaire who's getting... who's adopting a kid and grooming them, but, like, you know how Seto Kaiba got adopted out of an orphanage, but... He was, like, very much in control of that deal and how it went through. This kid had yeah. no such control. He was just kind of being moved um, through an ideology. And like, like you would hmm. expect the small child to because they don't have that same sort of adult brain yet. You know, like, that's an interesting that take. Is Pegasus? What were you saying? Oh, sorry. I was saying, are you saying that Wilhelm is Pegasus? No, that's not the guy who adopted. God, if only. <laughs> Honestly, Pegasus is gotta have an equivalent somewhere else. We need somebody who's extremely melodramatic, like unnecessarily melodramatic. I hope this series has somebody. Do you guys have any thoughts? <laughs> Albedo. Yeah, Albedo. That's- that's pretty much the only person I could think of yeah, off the top of my, my head. Yeah, he's on my list here too, but the only note I have next to Albedo is um, Nick is one with this character. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, uh, <laughs> I think that Groff and Krellian are actually pretty good in the melodrama department. They are very good at that, but they are in a different game. But they, Yeah, there's yeah I, I'm just saying in the series saga. as a whole, it, it, like, if you want that, I think you'll be satisfied. Um, we also have a spaceship named the Elsa, which has a captain named Tony, uh, or, or no, was that the driver? Driver. All right, that was how your fantasy was going. Um, I wasn't supposed to tell you, but, you know. (laughs) Well, you did mention one day that you wanted to buy yourself a boat and, um, have a driver named Tony. 
Yeah, so that I could wear my I'm a boozer hat. Like Yes, the boozer hat. <laughs> said Captain. And live out your life as Matthews incarnate. Good, you remember the name. Good. Yes. <laughs> now this is one where you did read a dojin of it before you experienced anything about it. Not really. That was just more like solidifying the names that I'd heard, um, or rather, read getting tossed around. This episode is actually about you... how Dojin is a good way to enter a fandom. <laughs> God, it isn't. It's not. It's not. <laughs> no. Unless we're talking Please. about Voltron, in which case I will point you in the right direction. That might make me, gl- <laughs> that might make me like Voltron more. Uh, Any other uh, saga characters? I don't have any more character notes. The The last thing is I got here is, of course, um, we have to talk about the mankini. Please talk about the mankini. <laughs> yep. That, that made a lasting impression on me. Um, <laughs> it came so far out of left field, I did not realize how far left field actually went. It's like the shape of it just burns into your brain, right? I mean, it's very to be standard. fair, you do gotta you get you do you gotta do quite a bit to actually get that mankini. I played some hard ass hackocks for that shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's not something that's really like in the story. I enjoyed it. It's just uh, more so of like you have a to play the mini reward to unlock the extra costumes. I got it. Yeah, no wonder you were playing so much hackocks. It's like not one of the, the best thought out mini games I've ever played. It's really good. I know. It's I know that Nick like loves that game, but pretty much everybody else has said something less dramatic about it. In fact, a few people actually hate it. No, Some that's of us can't three dimensional reasoning. I can't three dimensional reasoning either. I can't disconnect it from the thought of how much time I spent enjoying Monkey Ball, and just something about the music and the layout of it. I know it's a completely different game, but it reminded me of Monkey Ball in some ways. Um, it's also something I've been seriously considering submitting to Bikini Armor Battle Damage, because um, honestly, that should make their honorable mentions list. They have they have a, a bingo card on that particular blog, and um, there is an entire section for male uh, character models who get bingo? It's pretty cool. Yeah. I haven't looked at that in a while, but I can send yeah. you the link again. It's pretty good. Um, lastly, um, back to Cosmos again. Um, based on some some Twitter art that somebody dropped a couple weeks back, apparently when um, Cosmos is um, low on battery, her eyes turn red. Should we comment on this? I I will just say that could be. Um, Cosmos has a transforming boob window. As mentioned previously, a lot of people have boob windows, but the Cosmos is the winner for the boob window. It's really a missed opportunity for Ziggy, in my opinion. Doesn't he also kind of have a boob window? He has a boob window, transforming though. Like, we're not talking... Ziggy does not have Metal Greymon levels of transforming boob window, but he does have a boob window. 
I did not if think we were going to get into Digimon at this point, but okay, sure. <laughs> only he had Metal Greymon levels of transforming Booblindo. That's all I'm saying. And also the feet. The feet on all of the androids has kind of just baffled me. I know somebody... Dude, it looks awesome. I know somebody explained that they're supposed to be hooves, but it's like hooves with a spike heel? I mean, can you run faster than a horse? Clearly, hooves are the yes, like, but commit the to one or the travel. other. You either have the hooves because we can't run like the, a horse. You have you know, the you have hook, high heel shoes. Okay, maybe the spike heel would. Be if you have both, you're harder. not going to outrun the horse. God, I hope you play near someday. One day, <laughs> one day. I don't know how that works, but they make it look really cool. That's all I'll say about that. And I think somebody made a comment about inconsistent characterization of Shion at some point, but I'm not sure how true that is or how much I misheard it. I I don't necessarily think it's inconsistent characterization so much as uh, she kind of goes through a bit of a change in like the second game, and that kind of threw some people for a loop. But Mostly like stylistic, if you if you think about it, it's really not as bad as people made it out to be. At least in my opinion. I don't think so either. I, I think that a lot of that stuff with uh, Shion in 2 is... The, the thing about like the change in you know, like voice direction and some other things. But, you know, this is not the episode to discuss that, I suppose. Yeah, yeah no, that, yep, we have a whole Shion not. episode for that. We do, where we go I into that, actually. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, that's all I got for Saga. Alright. Alright, now we can move on to Xenoblade. So Xenoblade, um, let's pretend I haven't watched uh, Justin play through most of this game because I just do not have the dexterity for that kind of a thing. Between the three-dimensional camera and the live action and... The fact that you have to use a sword. I don't know what it is, but every time some video game hands me a sword, I'm like, what do I do with the big knife thing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Cilantro's the pointy end goes me. into the enemy. You lie! <laughs> I'm kidding, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know how to play Call of Duty if you handed me the instruction manual. Yeah, the pointy end goes into the enemy. Yeah, you just... But three-dimensional camera! Yeah, you you basically just move the right stick around until you find a thing, and then you hit but joystick trigger button. What do I do with the freaking joystick? Joysticks are evil. You know, if you click the trigger button quick enough in that game, you just auto lock on. It's kind of stupid. What I think will be interesting, though, is that I feel that Gears it's a good introduction to three dimensional games because the you can rotate the camera in that, but it's a very simplistic thing, and you don't really need to. Mm-hmm. And in Saga, it of course is a fully 3D game, except that you have a fixed camera. Yeah, Saga is fixed camera. Gears, I would say there are some cases in which I feel like you, it is very beneficial to you that you rotate that camera a little bit, but it's yeah, all like L and R square in yeah. camera. Yeah, it's it's a very like introduction to the concept of moving the camera. But, but I say with gears, though, um, try not to try not to rotate the camera too, too, too much because you can get very disoriented if you yeah. do that. 
there's been times where I've where when I played Gears were like I would try way too hard to rotate the camera and I'd end up overcompensating and then I end up getting lost and just like getting very very I disoriented. Only the controller for like the first fifteen minutes of Blade X last weekend because we were still waiting for that uh, memory card and I had to go put my head down after maybe the first level up because just moving the camera made me dizzy. You know, I think that sometimes, this is a good point, I think that sometimes Xenoblade X could use that same compass that you have in Xenogears because at least when you turn the camera you know like which direction you're in and it does have a thing in X where it's like, oh, it tells you if you're the back, the front, the left, or, or I mean, the the side, not the left or right, specifically. But Yeah, it tells you about, like, but it's very enemy-specific. But yeah, that's only specific to the enemy. But it would be really cool, you know, to see that compass from Gears. But back to the first Xenoblade. Alright, yes, the first Xenoblade. Yes. Let's pretend I haven't seen it. Um, so, honestly, <laughs> I had a really hard time picking out the protagonist from the lineup. Um, and the big difference between Blade and the rest of these is, instead of just, there is a giant robot, this time, the planet is a giant robot. To which I have to ask myself, where is the command console? How do you plug yourself into the giant robot? You gotta move the giant robot! (laughs) So, like, if I were to ask you, based on your anime background of logic who you thought the protagonist was. Who would you say? You see, this is why it was hard, because usually the protagonist sticks out like a sore thumb because they have the brightest or most obnoxious color hair. If you take a look at any Magical Girl show, it's the pink one. It's always the pink one. Shit, Ryan was the protagonist the whole time. I I would have thought that, based on what we've heard from you before, that you would say, oh yeah, okay, in that case, it's Shulk because blonde hair. But... Yeah, well, Fiora is sure. also prompted- blonde, first of all, and secondly, until somebody s- straight up said, Ryan is a redhead, I thought his hair was brown. Ryan's a redhead. Yeah, he's like reddish-brown, I, I I feel like, but, you know. But yeah, I was looking for somebody with, like, in a really obnoxious color. So, um, yeah, I couldn't figure it out, and then eventually I'm like, ooh, who is this person? This person that all of you people seem to be kidding me with, who uh, we are not going to disclose <laughs> because that would disclose my real name. But yeah, so I had to know everything about this one particular character, and then I realized, oh, they are not the protagonist. It's that guy. Now I know who the protagonist is. It took me a while. <laughs> so now we know that your name is not Shul. No, I don't think anybody in the world has a name close to that. I could be completely uh, I'm not, wrong. I'm not going to bring up the character that I, I said, hey, you know, but these two characters in Xenoblade, you know, they sound like these names, but I'm not going to bring that up here because, you know, mm-hmm. reasons. Good reasons. Uh, what a great vague sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Good reasons for things that you don't like specifically. Yeah, anyways. Shulk, Shulk is a good boy. And uh, Fiora is not his sister, despite also being the other blonde character. She's the girlfriend. And that really threw me for a loop. (sighs) And 
Oh, I know that you've been watching Justin streams. Um, so yeah, what other characters stood out? Fiora stood out because I thought that they were gonna go with the full girlfriend in the fridge um, trope with her, so I got very scared for a moment. Oh, uh, it wasn't a moment; it was several, several streams, and I'm very, very glad that she came back. <laughs> um. We we discussed Sharla because Sharla and Pyra both have the same problem. They need pants. Yeah. Um, Sharla also needs some better writing because her romantic arc really felt forced. I'm working on it. I'm looking forward to that fix fic. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Ryan, clearly um, a himbo with a jock brain. <laughs> that just sounds like you said himbo twice. <laughs> yeah, himbo squared. Yes, it kind of with Ryan is like, why are you hanging out with Shulk? Oh, you know. Um, there's a guy called Van Dam, and I feel like he's supposed to be like Sid from the Final Fantasy series because he he seems, or I am under the impression that he comes up in multiple games in multiple bleh, in multiple games as multiple different personae. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got okay. it. We're going to need to cut that piece where I stumbled. <laughs> um, no, that's fine. Um, we have Melia, who is our angel princess good girl. Um, she's got the tiny wings. I don't know how those are aerodynamic. It kind of bothers me. <laughs> Hers are, th- are more aesthetic. Aesthetic. But still, there's other people who have gigantic ass wings on their heads, and I'm wondering how on earth is that supposed to work, like at all? They flap. They flap. Yeah. You put all of the weight in these two points on the top of your head. It doesn't yes. seem like it's gonna distribute. You know what? We... Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that you were some sort of aerospace I'm engineer. I'm sorry. I thought about physics for a moment there, and then I'm like, you know what? This is yeah, anime. No, no. Stop, Stop talking about, about physics. physics. Stop thinking about anime. <laughs> anime is they have wings, they fly. All right, sure. Mm-hmm. It looks cute. Is this the part where we get to um, <laughs> call you out about Dixon? Who is not the main character, but you go on like he is the main character. And if I asked you why you like him, you went on longer than that one time I asked a different friend why they hate Mollusk Musaire. And that was a, basically an hour and a half rant about why Gakuto sucks. Well, in my defense, I don't understand what you just compared me to. <laughs> Somebody who is equally passionate about a completely different subject. Yes, I am passionate about the subjects. <laughs> um, Dixon. Uh, yes. I maintain that I did not go on for two hours, though. You probably could if we let you. Well, that's for a future episode. <laughs> Alright, yeah, we just have... An entire episode just it's monologuing just about why loose. Dixon is an awesome character. Monologue soft. <laughs> Dick Soft. Oh shit, Dick Soft is a terrible name. Why did you let me say oh, that? We have Dixon Pixon already. 
I do have dicks and pics in already. <laughs> uh, but Dick Soft is still a really bad name. <laughs> and then we're just gonna have to like bleep all of that. It stays. <laughs> what are you Thank going to you. call him, we Richard, the, the rest of the way? No, that's oh, not no. how like the name no. Dixon works. Richard, son it's of Dick. Like a... <laughs> then then oh, it would God. be his name would be like Dick Dixon. My yeah. thought was more just about Metal Wolf Chaos. Richard uh, See, I was thinking about Xenosaga where there's the one character who goes, I'm Richard. That and then, works also? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that works way better. Yeah. Oh, spoilers for Xenosaga. There's a character named Richard who introduces himself. <laughs> How dare you? I know. I'm a terrible person. Herman. Herman isn't introduced. Oh, I guess not. Well, um, I guess this is another point where we get to say, but while we're talking about DILFs in this particular fandom, <laughs> we also... <laughs> Excuse you, he's a gilf. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's just you for specific. I want to see where this is going. Uh, we can cut that if you would prefer. Um, no, I've already called myself out for it. <laughs> Alright, we also have Dunban, who is clearly the former protagonist after the first five minutes of cutscene, but like... Hell yeah! He, he's totally a dad character. He is very spiritually a dad. He's too old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, if I remember right, it was... Um, Angela in the in the fandom who made like the connection where it was just like, look, it's Mom Car and Dick's son and Dun Dad. Beautiful. <laughs> Dunban is like amazing because he's just like your dad that makes really dumb dad jokes and thinks he's really clever about it. But he and also said that. that, hey, um, yo, you're going to um, commit to my sister, right? I totally yes. support your marriage. He's super a, like, yeah, he's he's completely like, man, if only I could marry Shulk. Oh, wait, my sister can. I mean, I, I, I expressed my thought on the Queer Theory episode. Yeah, I, so. flashback right there. <laughs> um... <laughs> Let's see what else. Um, I'm missing one character. Um, oh, Riki! Yes, the Napons. Yes, Pawn. The Why original no Fuzzy Lemon. Why do the Fuzzy Lemons have no merch? We all ask that. Yep. All we got is a keychain. Got a keychain. Why not a stuffy? They recently released a keychain, and yeah, a plushie. Nintendo Monolith, give us a plushie. A Ricky plushie would sell, a Tora plushie would sell, even a Tatsu plushie would sell, even if people will buy it to burn it, it will still sell. Let's Nene and Kino, so we're, we're ready. I like Tatsu. I know that's not... Oh, um, yeah. I now have to go back to, uh, what did I say during the dress rehearsal about the, um, the fruit trio, the fruit trinity, whatever. We have the fuzzy lemons, uh, Ricky is a, and then we have yeah. the pineapple Ricky. Who then, as of last stream, became Durian Riki. Mm-hmm. Fruit Trinity. Oh yeah, I put him in that outfit because there's a scene I that's know. coming up 
where that outfit will make it Just really funny. Just having a random durian there for comic effect, or actually something plot-related? Something plot-related, you'll see. It's unfortunate you can't dress up Ricky before that, uh, that, like, one where they meet him and they kick him around, because imagine him in the Titan armor with, like, all those spikes in the because like, yeah. yeah, that doesn't hurt, right. <laughs> if I recall right, at least in New Game Plus, you definitely can have him still be wearing that armor. You would just have to end the game with him wearing the uh, Durian suit. And that's the, good. Doesn't the cutscene viewer also let you change outfits? I haven't used cutscene viewer. Yeah, you can. You can do that. Test this for us, Nick. I will have to try that out. All right. I should use cutscene fever because I keep getting all of my cutscenes in the night times. You can set the time of day, you can set the costumes, and all that stuff. You even know when the cutscenes are about to come up, you can set the clock back. That's true. Yeah, I've done that a few times where I've just been like, let me just make it day because I notice that it's night and I'm sick of having all of my cutscenes during the night. Anyways, um, Angel Princess Melia gets uh, more development in Future Connected, but all I know about Future Connected is that she gets character development, and also there's that one side quest with the giant flan. (laughs) That is also where you kept hearing me refer to Nopon as Fuzzy Lemons. You've been consistent about the Fuzzy Lemons. It doesn't have anything to do with any of the uh, specific games. It's just been Fuzzy Lemons, Fuzzy Lemons, Fuzzy Lemons. They are fuzzy <laughs> Every time I hear things about Giant Flan, I think of the Wonderful 101. Because, <laughs> like, that weight that you can form, or whatever, it looks just like Flan. Oh, that's right, it does look like that. Um, okay, is that all you have for Blade? Uh, well, do we want to go and uh, talk about how some people have very specific taste and very specific characters, or are we not going to call them out? I mean, there's a lot of characters to create that... There's yeah, the character tree in that game to. is huge. It's kind of... No, it's just terrifying. Not kind of terrifying. It's straight <laughs> up terrifying how many characters are in that. Um, and uh, I'm just trying to think of, like, for Blade, besides calling me out for, like, the fact that I can go on a two-hour rant about Dixon, who else could you call out? Because I'm okay with you making fun of me for that, because I'm here to defend myself and my defenses. Uh, <laughs> that's a great defense. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, I mean, I think it was pretty obvious I can be called out. But well, we called you about out about Albedo and Graf and Graf. Yeah, yeah. Um, My second call out post is coming. <laughs> Why do you like oh, such wait, we didn't problematic call- characters? I don't know. Uh, yeah, you guys could have an entire episode about problematic characters and why you love them. Yep. Uh, we do. It's called the URTV episode. Oh, you did it already? <laughs> I was not able to be on that episode, though. That's the thing. Do it again. Was, do yeah. it again. That was like before I was able to play through all the parts that I would be required <laughs> to understand or not get spoiled about said parts. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, the thing about problematic characters is that shockingly they're interesting in that they don't have to adhere to societal norms. But, anyway, um, um, I, I 
Who who would you be calling out, I will say, in a easily deletable segment? Butthead lady. <laughs> okay, so still me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty what? sure that we call out Nick on this one, too. Okay, so Nick and me, again, being called out because we both lo- like think that Lanata is like super cool. Oh, Lanata. Oh, I see the butt now. Okay. Oh, Lunata? Yeah. Yeah, Lunata's super cool. Honestly? She does have a butt head, though. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Machina character designs are all very, very much have the same thing going on as, like, Cosmos, and I'm like, that looks cool, but too much boobs. Just Wait. Lunata's Le- actually Lenata's, pretty covered yeah, up, but she Lenata's does have a butt like head. Lunata's like Ninja. Venea is the one with, like, a lot of boob. And honestly, you can say Lunata has the butt head, but you could also say about you could also say that about like almost every character in Rugrats. So you know what? All right, fair point. <laughs> I go with that thigh. <laughs> yeah, the way that a lot of the uh, Machina and Sharla stand, it's like this is a bit unnatural, and it works okay with the Machina because they're not Hans. They're not supposed to be exactly human analogous. I have a slight argument but with for Charla, that. it's really fucking weird. I have a slight argument for I the Charla thing because, like, one thing holds a heavy-ass gun, so she does slump a lot, but another thing is, like, I don't know, she just kind of seems lazy on that part. <laughs> uh, the other thing it, prob- it probably could be is that they only have one particular walk animation um, graphed to a very specific, what do you want to call it, a doll form? It's not a doll form. You you know what I'm trying to say, but, like, the <laughs> running mechanics for a male hip is different from that of a female hip by a handful of degrees, but, like, yeah. you really need to compensate by making a second character model with a slightly different run mechanic. If I'm going to call out anyone's walk animation, I'm sorry, but it's going to be Melia's. Yeah, the pigeon toe thing is yeah, really dumb. Hers are in It makes great. absolute I'm not sense sure. in a way because of the prim, proper, whatever bullshit. But at the same time, I'm like, do we have to go that exaggerated with it, you know? The, the pigeon toe walk See, is a real sure thing, just looked. I wasn't sure if Melia's walk just looked so bad because, like... Looking at everybody's Melia and how they dress Melia, a lot of people have very similar uh, aesthetics for Melia, and I wasn't sure if it was just the hip armor made it look much worse than it was. Oh, she's definitely running pigeon-toed, because no, that is yeah, just kawaii like, as that too. Like a default standard that's pretty kawaii across the board. Melia fucking penguin walks, man. <laughs> <laughs> So besides walking animation, do you have anything else to say for Xenoblade? Um, do we want to do this in terms of I haven't seen anything or I or I have seen something? Because I've seen pretty much everything at this particular point except from the side quest and the actual ending. Yeah, at this point you're at the um, let's see, you're at the the big twist betrayal. And I don't think you've seen any conclusions to that betrayal. No, not yet, but um, I'm okay. still very fixated on the... This is a gigantic robot, but there's no control panel. But then Eggle somehow made the giant robot walk because he had... He is a giant robot in himself. 
who made a bigger giant robot to control the biggest giant robot. <laughs> a giant robot. is a normal-sized people. I think you got to think of the robots themselves as their own like consciousness. In this case, a lot of the time. Have you ever seen Headmasters uh, from Transformers? Because I know the answer to that is definitely going to be yes. The answer to that is pretty much no. I was not really a big giant robot person until the Voltron remake a couple years ago. I can't believe the answer to that is an absolutely yes, I know what you're about to say. No, I don't know what you're about to say. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, he's kind of like... Like, like, Echo basically made the Cerebros to the, the For- Fortress Maximus, as all of our listeners will understand. Mm-hmm. So, Echo made the <laughs> Cerebros to the Gluteus Maximus. <laughs> yes, exactly, yeah, yeah, you got it, yeah. <laughs> so, wait, when we say Cerebros, are we talking about, like, you know, that Final Fantasy game, Dirge of Cerebros, where... Yeah, yes, that's exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, that. Cerebros uh, you know, from Final Fantasy VII was then in Transformers Headmasters. Yes, and the edgy vampire and... pretty boy man fights Shulk. Yes, yeah. uh, Vincent became the brain for Fortress Maximus and fought Shulk. Yes. yes. Oh Shulk, and gosh. Shulk is like if we're talking like, about... a nine-year-old girl or something. I don't know. What? <laughs> Uh, yes, and then Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's, okay, let's, Kingdom Hearts let's, is a step too far. We're getting way off track here. Yeah, I think we got a real end of it. Do we just want to move on to Cross now, or? Um, the thing is that for the longest time, I thought that Blade Two and Cross were the same game, and then somebody uh, corrected that pretty much last weekend. So good job. <laughs> Um, my only note for Blade <laughs> is Mithra and Pyra and her pants. Which we've already discussed. That can be your only note for Blade Cross? Yeah. Yep. Uh, everything what about I Cross? Know about Cross can only be discerned by the average user in the first, how many, uh, what was it, the first hour that you played? Uh, again, I, I, since part of my time was just spent grinding, I would say like 15 minutes. First 15 minutes of the game, there you go. Um. We didn't even pick a faction in Blade. We just said, yeah, Nagi will join Blade. I've been trying to do everything to prevent that, but you know what? I guess you can't do any more of the story without doing so. So, fine, I'm going to join the organization. She's trying to be Disney's Hercules. It's a video game. Fine, I'll join the government yep. organization. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, it's a giant open world, and um, there's way too much on the screen. I can't read a damn thing of it. I need a new pair of glasses. <laughs> oh, no, don't worry. You can't read it no matter what your glasses <laughs> yep, are doing. That's, that's just the Xenoblade Cross experience. Yep. Yeah, it's it's a whole lot of squinting and going, huh? Mm-hmm. You need, like, a big-ass TV just to play it. And we have <laughs> even a big then, I need a bigger helping. set of glasses. <laughs> Um, I know you guys have complained previously that it's got, um, all of the story in side quests, and you're not handheld the way you are in most of the other games, which have a pretty coherent plot structure, and then side quests. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you guys have mentioned some of the other blades offhand before, um, 
besides Alma and Lynn and um, Irina and Irina's partner, whose name I am forgetting. He Gwen. Yeah. Alan. The, the guy who was introduced <laughs> in the first scene with Irina. Gwen. Yeah, that's okay, Gwen. Besides, who yes is essentially Alan. <laughs> besides that's those fair. four, um. The only other person I can think of out of context is the um, the feral mermaid lesbian girl. Sheba? Sheba. Yeah, she's, she's in Blade 2. <laughs> okay, really crap, I have this wrong. <laughs> okay, moving this over in my notes. <laughs> uh, did, did, did you mean that you had the small child who writes robot fanfiction? Because that's in Blade. Uh, cross. I do have that down here. Um, the idea of giant robot fanfiction being canonical is ridiculous, and I love it. Yeah, that was kind of what solidified Lynn as a good character for She's me. She's still kind I of an annoying 13-year-old and would probably uh, require many, many hours before I love her. That's fair, but when she was just like, actually, I have some scale fanfiction, I'm like, okay, you are my child and I love you. <laughs> okay, so any other comments on Xenoblade Cross or Xenoblade 2 for that I matter? I can't tell those games apart. There are so many stray characters that have been previously discussed or not discussed in the server or in the art channel that I'm like, okay, you might belong to one of these two games, but I'm not quite sure which. <laughs> All right. Well, that that Fair does enough. bring us to the next category of what are just some miscellaneous characters where you don't know where to associate them. Um, it's okay, you can call me out. We went through the entire list on both of the wikis the other night, and now I'm still blanking. Um, it's okay. I know that part of our going through the wikis was me going, I have to read you every single Nafon <laughs> name, so... That, that probably did hinder your brain's ability to, to absorb new information that was I, useful. There was like a dozen really Russian names, and I said, okay, all of this goes into the saga pile because Cherenkov goes in the saga pile? Mm -hmm. Um, I think you put all of the Van Houtens in the saga pile. I think pile, I did that I as right. well because it sounded like it should have been like, I don't know, some Cold War commentary in the background there. There's a bajillion Uzukis, and not necessarily all of them go in the first game, even though I feel like they should all go in the first game. So we'll, we'll say half the Uzukis go in the first game and half of them go in sure, the second? Sure, why not? Um, okay. We got two eye patch guys, blonde eye patch guy and black-haired eye patch guy. Do you remember their names? <sighs> Bart and Zeke. I don't know which games yeah! they go to, but like nice. they exist. Zeke has emojis. I still don't know how to use that particular expression. It's fine. That's my favorite. Any other, like, random characters that you know of? Uh, there was a Margie who did not go by that name, mm -hmm. and I only remember this because um, somebody else had mentioned that they were working on a cosplay for her. Yes. Uh, actually, I believe that I could... Uh, Fatima. Where did you put the Fatimas? I don't remember where we decided to put those. But, but don't 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 lump me in this, with this. I didn't decide anything. <laughs> I do not remember where the Fatima pile went, but all of them went in the same <laughs> corner. If I tell you that Bart was a Fatima, no. would that help you? Okay. 
<laughs> I am sorry. I try to think of other last names. I I didn't um, realize that people had last names for a while there. Only some of them do. It's weirdly inconsistent and also like, like because of the way the wiki is organized, although a lot of the characters in Cross have last names, you don't know that until you click on the article and I was just trying to list off names and help prompt you for information that you already knew but you didn't quite recall. Um, let me see, there was one other thing. Um, yeah, there was a hot second where I thought that Margie and Margulis might have been the same person. But then, uh, <laughs> looking at the emoji usage when there was the great renaming of all of them, instead they, because for a while they were all emoji one, two, three, four, six, seven, seven million. Um, I realized that is no, not the case. Thankfully. Some people, some people refer to him as Margie, but. Wait, no. they are the same person? They're not the no, same. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> Tyler, oh my hey, god, don't get Xenosaga stuck. is Margie-less. <sighs> that was bad. It's okay. <laughs> you um, tried. Okay. Who else goes in the miscellaneous category? The turtle. <laughs> uh, what yes, do you turtles. do with the turtle? You'll see. I'm very worried about it. What do you do with the turtle? (laughs) Don't worry about it. Where does the turtle fit into the plot? He does. (laughs) Just fits into a very small part of the plot. Yeah. He's small. Okay. um, uh, (laughs) It's well handled. I'll give you that. Um... I had to scribble something down here about the Minoth Dakimakura. Which I know exists in one of these games, but I don't know which, even though I was told like a half an hour before we started recording this which game they were from, and I'm like, wait, what? My notes are bad. Yeah, Minoth, he is in Torna. Face Torna desk. was a golden country. Wait. Mm. Hit a little bit in the base game. There is an N in that, right? Because yes. there's a... No, no. In Minoth? Torna? Okay. okay. Torna. Yeah, Torna. Okay, so... It's not named after... Yeah, don't mix Torna I up did. with Torna. <laughs> <laughs> Tor the golden nopon. Yeah. Yes. Nopon. My bad. In that game, it's nopon. It's the golden pawn. On golden pawn. <laughs> there, there was a couple other games that I remember seeing on actual Wiki Wikipedia, which we have not discussed. Um, which was Freaks, which. I know nothing about. Most of you know nothing about. I think the only person who cares about that one was Jen. I I know a good deal about it. I yeah. It's just a hodgepodge of things. Um, and then there was Torna, which I know absolutely nothing about, except that um, it's not about the golden Napon. 
It should be about the Golden Nappon. There might be something like that in there. No, you're gonna tell me it's about a Golden Nappon and then the main character is gonna be blue. I guarantee it. No, I'm not saying that it's about that. I'm just saying it might feature one. <laughs> um, and then there was something called Pied Piper. And the only reason Pied Piper came up at all is because somebody else on the server was writing a fanfic. <laughs> Um, the only notable thing about Pied Piper is that it's a mobile game instead of the rest of these, which are all console games. Which, I'm like, why would you do that? But I guess there's something structurally about it that makes it better for a phone. Uh, there's weird business decisions around multimedia presence at times in the gaming industry in general, so, you know. Xenosaga what was that? Did we cover Xenosaga yes. Freaks? Yes. Briefly, I yeah. Briefly. I think the consensus was no one cares about Jintoki. I'm just kidding. That was not what it was. <laughs> I'm the only one who cares. Aww. I actually really care about what's in that. I just not gotten to that yet. Cosmos Kitty. Yeah, I think when I was describing it, because, again, Cilantro was like, oh, what about these games? I was like, look, all I know about Xenosaga Freaks is Cosmos gets catgirls. <laughs> yeah, which probably influenced... That pop- literally happens. Which may have That's influenced really Poppy terrifying. Dog Mode. And it's canon. Wait, Poppy was another character that I couldn't place. But then, weren't there, like, four Poppies? There... Just three of them. There, there are... Th- Four in the sense that I listed four characters with Poppy in the name. Mm, yep, yep. I know what you mean. Oh, oh. That makes sense. Oh, okay. That makes sense. The fourth one is sort of on the fence about how Poppy it is. Are they all the same person? Right. I mean, I kind of consider that fourth one to be a different That's very Poppy. understandable, that one, but it does have Poppy in the that name. That fourth one is like Poppy's butler. The so fourth one is like the Jarvis of Xenosaga. So it's like the the assistant's assistant? Sure. Yeah. Like the orderly's that, orderly. That's what I was thinking of. The orderly's orderly. Um, and then there was Nia. Nia was another one I couldn't place, but... <laughs> Somebody mentioned Zenosaga. this the you other know, night. <laughs> any idea where Nia might go? I don't know why Nia, but Nia exists, and I don't know what game she belongs to. But probably one of the latter yeah, ones yeah. because of how much better her art is as compared to um, some of the earlier ones. Would you say that it seems like Nia has a strong character? She's the cat girl. How does she not have strong character? Yep, there you go. <laughs> She's also bright yellow. Nobody else is bright yellow. Bloody hell. Who walks around in a yellow one-piece suit? That's not true. <laughs> Okay, so what are your expectations for the anime, given what you know? Uh, given what I know about the genre, which is animes that are a- adapted from video games, this could go in one of a couple different directions. One of them is a faithful adaptation that attempts to put too much plot in and not enough budget, mm-hmm. um, which could go really well, or it could go really horribly. We saw what happened with the Fate series. We also saw what happened with the Dot Hack series. Some of those fate shows are pretty good. (laughs) I've been told 
that Fate Zero is amazing and Fate Stay Night is something you just have to suffer through in order to have context. Just watch Unlimited Blade Works. It's much better. And, and then Unlimited Blade Works is amazing as... And I have not been able to sit through any of them because I'm like, wait a minute, I have to do this in order. I must do this in order. Yeah, I kind of suffered through the original. So, yeah, there's that. Well, also, some of us can't watch television while we're doing work. Fair. <laughs> um, it could also go off the deep end the way that... um, I hate to say it, but... Oh, I don't even want to say it. It's such a Gross anime. Well, now you have to. Now I have to. Now I'm dying with anticipation. Just hanging. Kill a kill. Italia. (laughs) Um, Those aren't. Those aren't based off of a game, though. Like. Well, I I just heard gross. Oh, okay, yeah. (laughs) Sword Art Online. That's not even based off of a game, Uh, but it is bad, in my opinion. Well, Well, yeah, it's. It's not based on a video game. The video games are right, based on Right, but still, that. It's, it's got the same trope as Dot .hack, which is trapped in a video game. So, uh, as a video game-based anime? Isekai. Yeah, well, okay. There, there's a very specific isekai, niche yeah. for isekai that is video games. So, um... Some of those are great. Some of them are horrible. And a lot of the ones that are horrible often have way too much titty. Hey, like, Steins Gate and Danganronpa, I think, have pretty good anime. Steins Gate? My re- I, I do not recall that. Dramatical Murder had zero titty. I'm pretty sure that... Steins Gate's a visual novel. Which is different from a video game. Like, if we're gonna okay, go fair. into, like, clan ad territory, I haven't seen that either, but I know it's not about sexualizing the characters. Yeah, that's it's about kawaii-fying the characters. Yeah. So, um, given all the previous complaints we've made about certain people's lack of pants and the <sighs> gregarious windows, I am very scared for Cosmos. Very, very scared for <laughs> Cosmos. I don't know how she could possibly have less pants. I mean, I'm with you guys, but say what you will. I'm after scared about that whole, window. After this whole work from home quarantine thing, I can only see lack of pants as a plus for me personally. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I mean, my my job was just not feasible to do from home, so when I went there I had to wear pants again. That's completely fair as well. It isn't fair. I wish I could wear shorts. Shorts are at least pretty nice, yeah. I, I wear I, shorts on a daily you... basis here lately. Let's turn our podcast into a complaint about standards. <laughs> Let's complain about standards. Uh, you should be able to wear shorts, but also you have air conditioning. We don't have air conditioning here. <laughs> That's true. You're allowed to not wear pants, though. But I will. All right. I also live in a swamp, there... so hey... <laughs> so now that we have confirmed that Nick is actually Shrek, <laughs> uh, the other day, okay, so I was not going to bring this up, but the other day I made the connection that Shrek and Fiona was way too close to Shulk and Fiora for my liking. Yeah, mine too. 
Holy shit, somebody already made a post about that on Tumblr. Oh, I hate no. them. Which like, included, like, wake up well, on the Sony really said out loud in podcast form in that case. So there you go. I never, oh my god. Man, I never thought about that until you said <laughs> it. Yeah, now I, I can't unsee oh it, and I didn't need that. No. I was being uh, polite and not bringing it up. And with that, we should probably end the episode. I didn't want to, but forced my hand. Alright, so uh, what's everybody working on these days? <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, let's. Uh, okay, yeah, we can. We, we can cut it. all that okay. previous part. <laughs> yeah, no, it it's staying. It's staying. Right. I think um, the world needs but to anyway, know about uh, Shulk and Fiora. All right, hey, go on, Jen. Okay, um, well, uh, Justin, why don't you share with us if there's anything you got going on these days? Okay. So I am currently working on some reviews. I'm reviewing. They recently released Ogre Tale, and I'm also going to be doing an anime review real soon. I plan on reviewing Weathering With You. Um, G-Kids has a new release of that coming up soon, mm. so I'm going to be reviewing that. It's going to be great. And also, we were talking about Kickstarters earlier on the podcast and like backing things. So today I backed uh, AU Den Chronicle. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it's a... Uh, it's a new project coming up. It's an RPG that looks freaking awesome. It's like an old school style turn-based RPG made by some of the people who worked on the Suikoden series. Remember Suikoden? That really cool RPG series that kind of just faded into obscurity and Konami stopped making them. Well, they got some of the people who used to work on them. They're, they're just like, yeah, let's, let's get some of the old boys together and let's make a game that's kind of like it, but not quite like it. So it's like a spiritual successor in a way, and it looks absolutely fantastic. Um, it's made a ton of money at this point. Like, it's more than reached its pledging goal. Like, its goal was $503,000. It's made over $4 million. Gosh. So, it's, it's going crazy right now. A lot of people are backing it. Unfortunately, by the time this podcast is up, the crowdfunding campaign will be over. So, I can't really tell you to go out and back this. However... I can say to keep this game on your radar because it does look really cool. And a lot of these Kickstarter projects that uh, get funded, especially games, they do end up on retail shelves. At least so far we've seen that. Like with Bloodstained, that ended up on retail. Same for Shenmue 3 and even Mighty Number no. 9, even though I know people have opinions about Mighty Number no. 9, but still, it's worth mentioning anyways. Uh, so yeah, just keep an eye on Aiden Chronicle. If you really like old RPGs, especially if you like Sweet Coden, this game might Tickle that itch. So, yeah. Check it out. Nice. Yeah, it definitely seems interesting. Even for people who like okay. Octopath, it, it's got, like, some of those vibes as well. <laughs> looks really good. Yes. Yeah, so very yeah. Much looks Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Nick, uh, since you just spoke, uh, what are you? what have you been up to? Oh, um... Uh, not a whole lot lately. I've just been kind of trying to catch up on, you know, games and stuff. Uh, if you want to follow me at Nickelberg on Twitter, there's that. I sometimes rarely post art, but a lot of times I just post screenshots from games that are goofy, fun stuff, I suppose. Not too much. Um, yep. That's valid. All right, Robin. Um, I'm in the middle of writing a fanfic to try to make Ryan and Sharla less of a replacement goldfish pair. 
Uh, also, if you're into things getting wrapped up in cling film, I made the horrible decision to publicly post <laughs> Metal Face getting wrapped up. It was in wonderful. Film. What are you talking about? Horrible decision, really. It was wonderful. Um, I again, I I will hopefully be working on my Redbubble store a bit more, so it doesn't have just one design. One great design. It's a good design, but it's one design. But right now, it's really hot in my room, and the concept of sitting in here to make art is just like, mm, no. Wait, right. when uh, it gets cooler, I will do more art. Yeah. Alright, cilantro, is there anything you'd like to share with us? Uh, you guys know what my weekend plans are. I'm going to be sitting down in front of that television and playing Xenogears. And I will be there telling you, well, you can play rock, paper, scissors, or you can't. You know, that's cool. That sounds like a good but weekend to me. Jump yeah. into the well in Lahan so you can get the soap for Groff. Oh, yeah, yeah, keep jumping into the yeah. well. Yeah. That, don't worry. That that will be well on the living just, walkthrough. Just keep ice. on doing it. Trust me, the soap <laughs> is down there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And uh, how about you, Tyler? What are you working on? Um, I've still been working with, um, on some, like, news articles, and I've been given permission to write more Zeno stuff, so I will be writing that in the future. And I recently guested on, uh, RPG Fans Podcast, uh, Retro Encounter, for a quiz show episode, um, which was a really fun experience. So, and I got to plug Zeno Chat, so that was pretty cool. Uh, that they let me do nice. that. All right. Um, so other than that, um, I believe we're going to try to do a, a part two to this after Cilantro's uh, steps more into the anime and possibly talk more about Xenogears in the future. Um, yeah, I know we'll... they want to lure uh, Justin into actually physically visiting us. Like, we're hoping oh. that we'll just bake something that smells really, real good, and, like, Justin will just be led on the stage lines, <laughs> like, in the cartoons. Justin's gonna be like those cartoons I'll where, just like, float just over there. there's a visible <laughs> odor in the air, and it's just, like, he yeah, floats yeah, 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 along. Yeah. yeah, and just float. <laughs> yeah, and that is how he will float across his a river. from his state to our state. It's not that far. I know. It's not. But I can't remember if he has disclosed his state, though I know we have disclosed our state of New York. All right, and I'm then from, um, okay, I'm we from should have Walk. the uh, two. What? Right now, I'm from a fucking liquid state with how goddamn. <laughs> I said I'm is. from the swamp. That's all. Both of those are accurate. Sorry. Um. So we should have our two-year anniversary episode up by the time this one's up, along with personal stories episode and um oh yeah we're gonna be working on the um uh references and uh winks and nods episode yeah, i wouldn't try to date this one too much since this was uh i don't know when this one will be released since it's a companion episode to an episode that doesn't exist 
Yeah, we'll 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 see when we get there. But yeah, anyway, we'll that's kind of what we have. Yeah. yeah, that's what we have planned for the future. All right. Um, Add so this yeah, to thanks, the Patreon everyone. episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because yes, our Patreon episode where we read the uh, metal face getting wrapped up. Definitely. <laughs> we will try. Um, I don't know if we need to be making reference to all these episodes that may or may not exist, kind of thing. Yeah, this is a very much a companion episode, so it depends on a different episode's existence. I'll get to it. I guess. Yep, there you go. Yeah, Take we, it we away. got plans. Alright, so yeah, thanks everybody for joining me tonight. I, it was really fun, <laughs> and good luck to Cilantro in your voyage through the Zeno fandom. Um, and Thank yeah, you. have a good night, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Voyager! Right, yeah. Zeno fan. Thanks for coming on tonight, everybody, and uh, thank you, Cilantro, for sticking with us for this. I'm very surprised that you're willing to be on a I'm ride with us. i too, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kidnapped you, so you have no choice. All right. Go yeah. Fair. <laughs> right. Okay. Good night, Zeno. All right. All right. Bye. It's never going to catch on. It's never going to. Take care, everybody. the game okay i'm recording oh, now um You're but now i have to do i do gotta do the beer thing all right go get the beer and rinse out the can okay. thing don't rinse out the can um, we can do that later just go get the beer i can i can go rinse out the can because i'm not inconsiderate this is a great way to open the episode up i, I just can't wait for everyone to be confused <laughs> i'll just leave this in right here unedited uh, you know i thought we were going to do that but yeah, I, I thought so too, but how? I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> I, it's it's fine. I honestly thought everyone was going to like shut up so you could be like, "Hello, welcome to Zenochat." I mean, Hold we're on. recording this right now. Yeah, but we gotta wait for uh, that. <laughs> I can edit this. It's no worries. We gotta. Re- we, yeah, we gotta wait for bot now. I welcome to Zenochat. Directly Ooh. into the mic. Head on, apply directly to the floor. <laughs> yeah. Please pay us. <laughs> Head on, please. <laughs> it's like the, um, like, apply directly to the forehead. Apply pressure directly to the glass on the Elsa. Cosmos. Don't worry, it's okay. I got a Kit Kat. Yes. That's pretty good. Yes, it's a Mekon flavored Kit Kat.
think the last time I looked through like the flavored Kit Kats, I found like a uh, some kind of walnut flavored one. It was. I don't think See, I ended this is up just going to be any. hard for me when I'm editing because I'll be like, do I get rid of my chair sit noises or no? No, that's the chair is a character me. in the stage play. <laughs> oh, sorry. Also, let me let me get this nice and cracked. There we go. Okay, that's cracked open. Ugh. That was crisp. Let's take care of this. Was to um, was to make Gro- a game about Groff seeking out a shower to use, and you would just play as Groff in a yeah. bathhouse, and it would be found the shower like round. The G maker shower game. Room. The shower because round. I think that. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, oh. Okay, you're back. You're back. You're back. Uh, he he got out. I know we lost. The what? Him. What? Am I not here? Oh, oh. here. You're here he went into the now. shadow realm for a oh, second. Oh, did it come me out? Weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Three, two, one, describe it again. My existence is infinite! Um, for. Oops. I dropped a cap. And now that's spinning around. Okay, that fell. Um. That was excellent footage. I hope we keep that forever. I mean, there's a lot of. Okay, good job!